Hello and welcome to Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob and sitting across from me tonight, molesting a pussy that's all hairy, is my good friend Marty. How are we doing, Marty? You know, I can't turn turn any of that down. Uh, no, man, I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, feeling like a complete pile. I just Lately, man, I just can't get motivated to do shit. Yeah, I and I kind of know the feeling. It's this wonderful weather, and it, right, it he's really actually is. yeah. We got well, our new house. Our house has got a new resident. Right, right. I like a really itty bitty kitty that the wife sweet talked me into, <laughs> or or forced whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the two. So, but yeah, you'll be hearing her. Oh yeah, that's what. If you can't hear that, that's meowing. So we got some business we definitely have to take care of because we didn't do it last week or the week before or the week before that. Marty, what's in the motherfucking envelope? Tell me what's in that envelope. I think. What do you see, Johnny Carson? I I think it is a a picture of a forest scene of some kind. All right, hand it here. I'm the only one that knows what's in the envelope. Yeah, I have no idea. Marty's had a couple weeks to mill about it, and I haven't told him what's in it either. I can get it open. There we go. And, and, picture of the moon. Oh. You, weren't, you weren't even close. I'm not even close. They're Your remote viewing trees. socks. Man, there they were. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not good at that at all. No. I've tried many times. Tried the old uh, Ghostbusters cards trick thing when I was a kid, and I was like, yeah, I don't have any. Well, they had that on the new Ghostbusters movie. They actually yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very end. So, what else could we talk about? We're going to talk about uh, the UFO report we got a couple days ago. Yeah. Oh, man. that's. I posted a picture on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I saw that. And I posted a picture on Facebook. Yep. I, there's really no context, but I'm going to tell the story. Basically, these two nurses, they are nurses, so they're observant people, are yep. driving home from clinicals. And they happen to look up in the to the north of them. They're driving north, so they're looking northward. And they both kind of looked at what looked like that picture. If you look on Instagram, it looks like a blob of stars yeah and they said it moved from east to west west to east across the horizon and it like faded in one time then it'd be over a little ways later and it moved and it's like it looked like because you could see the stars but it looked like there's a whole bunch of cluster and one of them made the comment i think the camouflage is broke yeah i i i know uh when you first told me kind of their reports on it I was like, okay, I'm, I'm picturing something. Sorry, folks, but I had to take the new cat upstairs. <laughs> she was getting kind of loud. She's a very small kitten right now. Yeah, I just hope the two dogs don't do anything bad. Yeah, but they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Because Jerry took a swipe at one of them, so she's, she's got an attitude, oh, which yeah, is good. No, but I was saying, like, with the UFO report we got distracted from, yeah. it's I've never heard of a report, and I trust these people. And the, yeah. and the picture on Instagram is computer rendition because yep. she couldn't draw it out to her liking, so she used a computer to make it what she saw. Yeah, as I was saying, uh, when you were explaining it to me, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's kind of cool. I was, wasn't quite sure what I had in mind. Uh, but yeah, when you, you sent me the uh, the CG picture they sent of, of representation of what they saw, I just, my jaw fucking dropped, man. I was like, oh, oh, God. That's, and that's, the weird uh, thing is she said, too, is that, it, like, she said she reminded her of like you put salt on a table how it glistens like yeah. salt has that refracting possible yeah. properties. She said it reminded both of them reminded us it looked like salt. Yeah, that's I honestly I, I think they're uh they're they're a hypothesis of, of maybe a, a malfunctioning uh camouflage camo unit. It makes sense. It does. It, it really I've never seen 
anything like that. Because it wouldn't make sense because they could also they could see it, then it disappeared, right. then it'd be a little bit further away, down, going across the horizon, and it pops up. So it could be manufacturing. DARPA, you need to pull your head out of your ass and get right, you right. right. Well, like I said, it, it's to me, the idea was if they're using kind of like we are using now on stuff, where it's basically reflecting images around it, bending from, the light. From behind picture, it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And if that starts acting wonky, it's all of a sudden taking in all these stars in the picture. You know what I mean? And replacing it on them instead of just what should be able to yeah. uh, move it's, around. Yeah, it's probably, like we said, they probably just wanted to start a nice starry background. Well, some engineer probably hit the wrong button, like, oh, sh or spilled the pop on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Well, I've got oh, a whole bunch of stars. Because to me, I, the picture that was computer generated by my friend, it looked like... Like, you look at the edge of the Milky Way galaxy if you took a side view of it. Yep. Yeah, just like a super concentration of, of light pricks. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's... This, uh, yeah, the picture they is very out, unique, yeah. It, it is, yeah. Like I said, my jaw kind of dropped. I was like, oh, shit. That's, <laughs> that's way... Okay, that's that's pretty See, impressive. See, that's why I like my friends. If weird shit happens to them, they call me, but weird that's, shit don't happen to me. Right, right. So that got me thinking about that. Then I went, uh, have you heard about um, Io lately? No. The one of the moons of yeah, Jupiter? it's uh, Jupiter. Did you know it's putting on a radio signal? Oh. From one... Well, Iowa is one of the most volcanic yep. moons in our in our solar system, let's put it that way, that we know of. Now, Iowa, I know, is usually the one that uh, is most likely to have some form of life on it. That most of the astronauts... Yeah, Iowa's the... Is it? I think yeah. I think... I think yep. But either way, they found it, and it's like they say it's naturally occurring because of that, because the volcanic reactions on Io, it pumps out like a ton of material into space every second. Right, yeah, it's a lot. But you think it'd be spread out? It's like, no, it's from one certain spot really? on Io that this certain this radio signal's emanating from. Uh, which, to me, kind of blows uh, natural volcanic you know, background radiation noise type of thing out of the water if it's, you know, focalized in one spot. Yeah. Then it also took me down that road of the Nostromo and aliens. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. Because the whole premise of that first movie is, oh, there's a weird radio signal coming from out in yep. space. Let's go find it. And it's like, oh, it must be a distress signal from some aliens. And no, it's actually stay the fuck away signal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, get out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh no. Yeah, see, like, uh, that reminds me, I don't know if I've ever borrowed the book uh, Saturn Run. Mm. It's where uh, government finds a signal coming from out in Io. And it's actually more of a, a reality based sci fi type yeah. book. And yeah, basically, we get into a race against the Chinese to get out to this thing because they see there's something out there. And it, it's a fantastic book. It's Is that really the one where they shoot the planet? No. Okay. No, it's it, it's a fantastic book. I'll bring it over sometime yeah. for you. It's really good. Do that before I go to Vegas. So I have something to read. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got two books. I need one there and one back because that's right, what I did last. Right, right. <laughs> we went there like that three hour trip. I'm like, yep, I can read a book in yeah, three hours. Yeah, it's more of a, a hard science edged oh, book, good. and yeah, it's fantastic. It's really good. Some of those I I don't get into. It's got to be written pretty well for me to really enjoy it. Well, it kind of creeps me out, too, that, like, we're finding all these radio signals. Well, this was this isn't new news, but I just heard about it today. And it was just like, oh, yeah, this is coming from Iowa. And I'm like, why is some of this stuff that needs to be national news? I'm sorry. I'm a big uh, geek. I'm a big nerd. I don't right. care what anybody says. If it's dealing with science, that affects me more than 
some Hollywood actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Because Hollywood actors are very low in my book right now. <laughs> I found this New York Post. It calls all celebrities who died from smoking toad venom. <laughs> Mike Tyson, Chelsea Hander, and more. Basically, this article is about you can type it in. Just type in celebrities. Just just type in Hollywood celebrities smoking toad venom. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? They're rich to that board? Go out and right, get so, rid of some of your money or something. Go so, work. So is it the, the same... Uh toad that they have down in Florida, the cane toad or whatever that uh, secretes that hallucinogen. Yeah, this this is what it is. Um, they're get they're smoking. They're taking the venom venom from the Sonora desert toad, mm. which secretes a fear tactic to deter predators. Basically, yep. if it puts it in its mouth, it makes them hallucinate. Like this is a big ugly monster. Yep. And it's uh, the stuff is like similar to DMT. Oh. But oh. when you smoke oh. this shit, you actually think you fucking died. Oh my god! And you come back and you feel like you've been reborn. I'm like, Oof. that's that. What sounds like a terrible trip? I may have Oof, done some. Yeah. I've done some stuff, and that sounds like a straight up oh. terrible trip. Yeah, that sounds like no fun at all. Dude. Although it does seem like a, a good uh, window into a, a, a cult leader running things to help you be reborn and join their. Oh yeah, religion. these these like Chelsea Handler, Mike Tyson, and even. Um, What's Biden's son? Hunter Biden's actually smoked it. Well, he's probably smoked everything except for this oh, yeah, casserole yeah, dish in front of me. Uh, yeah, that's no kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've done lots of but stuff. But they're, like, they're promoting like this. I'm like, dude, you're going to have some... That they should not do this because you're going to have some kid oh, yeah. go out in the desert. Oh, what's that? That looks like a frog. It's actually a rattlesnake bite and get dead. Right. It's like they're just it's going to end badly. Ugh. And... and... DMT is is on my list of drugs that I don't really even want to try. There's just so much potently yeah. potentially bad. Nothing against Joe Rogan; he loves that stuff. I'm oh like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are it, people. If, yeah. I think that that that's I, a little bit different because that's from a plant. This is yeah. from an animal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Appreciate that. Snowed desert toad is gonna be gone because idiots out there. <gasps> toad. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, there there aren't many that I, I'm not willing to try in my lifetime, but there, there's a short list, and, and that's on it that, of stuff that I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think I want to do See, that. See, haven't they ever watched Futurama? Yeah, uh, Hypnotoad. Yeah. Yep. This is how it all starts, folks. Oh, Hypnotoad yeah. from Futurama is taking over, and he's in the Sonoran Desert right now. This oh, is the all. first step in his master he's, plan. Yep, he's, he's just uh, hasn't fully evolved yet into the full Hypnotoad. No. That's why people you know, crossbreed him with some other shit. Oh, man. Like one of them Amazon rain frogs that are super right, deadly. Right. Yeah, the, the dart toad or whatever. Dart to- yeah, dart the frog. dart frog. Yeah, that's how you get hypnotoad. Look how pretty round. I am. Oh, now you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, just, all <laughs> well, the prettiest animals are deadly. Well, not all the prettiest animals are deadly. Uh, we're gonna talk true. about well, we're gonna talk about some dead animals today. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. We're going to breach the topic of cattle mutilations. I, I thought I thought we were doing something else. What? Well, <laughs> what? Uh, I, I got we can change topics really fast. Right? right, yeah, that's pretty easy. For we just babble on 90% of the time and our listeners just be seem to like it. Realistic. No, but we're going to talk about cattle mutilations. We're going to go back in a little bit of history and where it started. Right. And it's currently still going on. Oh, currently, yeah. 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 yeah so very it doesn't currently. get much. Yeah. Then we're going to talk about what the hell could be causing it, which is our normal forte. We talk about the past, we talk about the present, <laughs> right, right, and what right. the fuck's causing it. 
Yeah, no, no, absolutely. If it ain't broke, really don't fix it. Just polish it occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> but with cattle mutilations, the most famous case is Snippy the Horse. Yeah, yep, yep. That happened in 1967. On September 9th, 1967, Agnes King and her son Harry reportedly found a, the dead body of their three-year-old horse. The horse's head and neck had been skinned and defleshed, and the body displayed cuts that, to King, looked very precise. No blood was at the scene, according to Harry, and a strong medicinal order in the air. Yeah. See, but that's what reason because if you look it up and you look up Snippy, sometimes you get Lady. Lady is his the mom. And oh, yeah. They got yep. confused. Yeah. But like in 1967, everybody thinks is when this first started. But no, during the oh, no. 1600s, yeah. this actually went on because like there's also reports from England. Yeah, right. Around London area. Uh, Sheep wholesale slaughtered. Yeah, like the tallow. What the hell's tallow? I uh, it's, it's like the the layers of fat inside yeah. them. So basically, somebody was stealing the tallow to make candles. Maybe I, the tallow they... and some of the innards. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, and at that time, with sheep, uh, the wool was really what you were going for. Mm-hmm. So if somebody was just going in there and like trying to steal stuff, they would just be skinning the damn things and leaving it. You know, maybe keep a couple for food, but it was hundreds. Oh, yeah. Because I know there's a proclamation put out, and the king's like, who the fuck's doing this? Find it. Let's go. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's uh, going way back. Yeah, yeah I mean, but it's been going on from there to this. Yeah. So there's... there's. I, I would say... Oh, yeah, no, there, there's something going on there. Uh, I would say probably uh, the 67 in through the early 70s is really what brought it up into the mainstream yeah. well let's talk about some of the stuff that's for characteristic cattle mutil- or cattle mutilation i find that kind of a misnomer because they also talk about how there's worldwide sheep horses goats pigs rabbits cats dogs bison i actually have a report from brian of somebody oh. having a mutilated bison yes Deer, elk have all been reported mutilated with similar bloodless excisions, often at ear, eyeball, jaw flesh, tongue, lift nodes, genitals, and rectum are removed. Yeah. And these are all clean and carry, all the cuts are clean and surgical. Yeah. Now, the, here here again, kind of like with uh, the Chupacabra episode, when they say bloodless, it doesn't mean that all the blood is gone. It means this thing has had all this stuff torn out of it, cut out of it. And there's but no there blood isn't in the... blood all over the ground. There's not blood all over the wounds. Yep. There, there's still blood that's coagulated in the body. It's just under normal circumstances, if you're going in with a knife and cutting a cow's eyes out, there's going to be blood all over. I never. I, I printed out this wiki article, but I didn't read it because I. Oh. <laughs> but I just ran across something that's really interesting. In Rio Arriba County, New Mexico, June 1976. A trail of suction cup-like impressions was found leading from a mutilated three-year-old cow. The indentions, the indentions were in a tripod form, four inches in diameter, 28 inches apart, and disappeared 500 feet from the dead cow. Similar incidents reported in 1978. Yeah, I was going to say, there's there's actually quite a few cases. But, but this this is one I find interesting is because there was actually a report I collected from over by Bryant, and they found a cow... And they said, yeah, there was a tripod mark across the animal. Oh. Like, off, like they were across. Yeah. I got it written down. I got the paperwork somewhere. Yeah, so basically it, something was set up on a three-legged tripod over top of where the body is. Yeah. Yeah, that, like I said, uh, there's a lot of those cases where there are things like that. There's no uh, tracks anywhere near it, 100 meters out. 
no tracks, just indentations. Sorry about the paper wrestling. I'm trying ground. to find my notes. <laughs> <laughs> trying to organize better. Hey, I did. I but yeah, there were, there were, uh, a lot of them run like that. It, it seems like uh, when they get into like the early, mid-70s ones. Well, is... That was the heyday of the whole thing because <clears throat> yeah. I can remember, well, during it, I was probably like first grade or something, let's say, first, second grade. Right. And when I got older, I got, well, by my fifth, as a fifth grader, I was really interested in all this weird shit, as my parents and all my classmates would say. Yeah. I ran across this cattle mutilation stuff. I'm like, Dad, has this ever happened? My, look, my dad's a very stoic, right. no-nonsense type person. Yeah, he's... And he's like, yeah, that happened over by Millbank. I'm like, what? I'm like, now I have internet access in this day and age. There's no reports of it from being in Millbank. Right. And there again, I think there are probably a lot of cases that don't go reported for reasons we've stated before. People don't want to say anything. Same thing when you find, like, uh, I think there's a lot of honest-to-God crop circles that don't get reported either yeah. because people don't say anything. Because they're, like, eh, they're very... Tell it under. Yeah, or they just ignore it and... Yep. Because people don't like to be in this <clears throat> anywhere. And nobody likes to be called crazy. I don't... Oh, no. Well, it don't bother me any because I usually say, yeah, yeah. Right. I am. <laughs> and your and point, point is... And your point is what? But... Yeah, yeah with these mutilations, it's it's really intriguing. The biggest... There's two people that I would say have to be biggest in the field and that would be Linda Moulton Howell. Yes. And Ken Storch. Yes. Ken Storch, I've sent him some information. He seems like a pretty straight-up guy, but I cannot get any contact information for him lately. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if he may be passed away. If he did, Ken, sorry. But if right. he didn't, sorry. Right. I'm glad you did it. <laughs> yeah, and I know uh, uh, How is one of the leads. She's been on top of this story since the 60s and 70s stuff. Yep. She is one that's actually brought to everybody's attention, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Now, we, we've talked about her before on some other stories, and some of her other stuff, I, I don't know how much I, I follow along with her. But when it comes to cattle mutilations, if she says something, I'm more than likely going to listen to her. She's, you know, like you said, there's two top people, and she's one of the probably closest to experts on this that we have. I mean, straight up. Yeah. She knows these cases backwards and forth. She's been in but like, probably almost every state investigating these for decades. But you think somebody with Linda Mullenhall's not getting any younger, Ken Storch isn't getting any younger. Right. I try to find a list of, by state of cattle mutilations. There's no. not one. No. It's like everything holds that so tight to their chest. Yep. You need to let some of that go because, sorry to say, these people that are, are the cornerstones of this cattle mutilation right. are not going to be around for forever. No, it, it, I, I know early, uh, into the early 70s stuff, the, the same guy who had written up on the uh, Mothman prophecy was also, this was one of the John early Keel, things. Right? Yeah, Keel. And that was one of the things he was actually looking into too was cattle mutilations when he got sidetracked by you know, West Virginia. But uh, yeah, there, there really aren't that many. I think a lot of them get it uh, pulled into MUFON groups sometimes too where they will investigate this too but to have any real lead standout investigators on this i i don't see any that i know of really coming to the forefront of of new people investigating this well maybe we should do that (laughs) i'm not getting any younger either that's true true (laughs) and my healthy habits are not going to make me live anymore right right but we still do have a a couple decades over yeah but I'm thinking about this too. All these cattle mutilations—they go on. They've been going on for so long. 
Everybody holds all that tiny kernel of information. Like right. I always say, if you got a piece of the puzzle, share it. Then right. everybody gets a piece of the puzzle and a piece of the pie. Yep. But there again, I, I think you're also delving into uh, that that land of scientific where they want to have their name on it. You know what I mean? They, they want to be the one that finds the piece to discover it. But sometimes you got to put ego aside to, to figure out what's actually, to get down to a truth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, the, the 70s, when this thing kind of blew up, was also the first mentioning of UFOs attached to these things. Yep. They're uh, like the most common thing. Yes. Blacky helicopters. Yep. Black the, helicopters. The, the black helicopters along with uh, lights in the sky prior to finding uh, cattle. Yeah, I, I think mid-70s is when they started getting reports of, uh, oh, man, we've seen this black helicopter and they're coming over every goddamn night since this has been going on. Unmarked. Uh, Air Force and everybody says, yeah, we have no records of any helicopters flying, which... <laughs> Is what it is. Oh, I mean, it's, damn, that can't you take that for what it is. Uh, it's funny because I think it was probably about 20 years ago, there was a UFO report out on the outside of Watertown. Yes. And I called the Watertown Regional Airport, and they're like, and they have somebody in the, they have to have, they have somebody in the tower all the time. Yep. And they're like, we didn't see anything. Nope, nope, nothing strange happened. I just wanted to scream at the phone. You're lying. <laughs> everybody saw it. You're lying. Yeah, no, man, everybody saw it. I mean, I, I've had my issues once or twice with weird helicopters too. Um, it it is unnerving, and I I get especially. You're a rancher out in the middle of nowhere, and you're not used to a lot of air traffic over you. And all of a sudden, these unmarked black helicopters are flying night and day over your property when nothing flew over before this other than eagles. It it, it does make you kind of question. I mean, and, and your human nature is to try to put pieces together, you know. Yeah, well, and it's, for these ranchers, that that's a lot of money. Oh yeah, and them cat even if one cow is like sixteen hundred dollars, I'd say. Plus, you have for your investment, the time, the yep. feed, the medicine, and everything you put into that cow. Yeah, I feel sorry for this guy in North Dakota. That uh, was, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, this guy, this rancher, rancher Brian Amundsen, had fifty-eight pregnant cows died on yeah. July 29th. In a pasture near Jamestown, North Dakota. Yep. I'm gonna say that was just this last summer. Yeah, like just this, this last past summer. Past July. Yeah, and the res- the rancher describes the death as peculiar. Meanwhile, investigators say the deaths do not appear to be from natural causes. The Stutzman's County Sheriff's Department and the North Dakota Stockman's Association announced a reward up to forty thousand dollars for information leading to the arrest of the person or persons responsible. Next, I think. Uh... It, it was estimated at what, like forty-five thousand dollars worth of cattle he lost, I believe. Two hundred thousand. Oh, two hundred thousand. Oh shit. Oh wait, yeah, hang it's on. Even more. <laughs> oh, it's, oh yeah, fifty-eight oh. of them. Yeah, maybe maybe I read this wrong. There's also he also had two separate fires on the Amazon Ranch in April that destroyed over two thousand bales. Two thousand bales that were valued at two hundred thousand yep. dollars. They yep. didn't give a. They did not give a re- money report for that, but they also took out. 
They said there was no that was not caused by lightning, anthrax, or blue green algae, which is right. very common, especially when you got stock dams and you don't have yep. water flow out of them. Yeah, they can get blue green algae even in lakes. It can do it. And yeah, and and like North Dakota isn't really been super wet this last year either, so no. that water is just sitting. Yeah. Then they also ruled out clostridial disease, lead poisoning, lack of water, and natural occurring nitrate toxicity were ruled out as all factors. Yes. And which of them, if you're a rancher, you know what that is. You know right. what the cow is going to act before it dies and what it's going to look like. And you're like, oh, shit, that cow's got that. Especially yeah. if you're doing this for a living. Well, even, I think, with that case, the high number of them pretty much ruled out even even sickness going through. Because even when they get a sickness running through a herd, not that many die at a shot. That's just not how it is anymore. And they know that. Uh, going back to uh, like the 73 case, there was a pile of them across Nebraska and Kansas. Um, same kind of thing. Uh, these animals are all dead. They sent uh, a lot of this stuff to labs to check out. The heart and the liver themselves were like a pale whitish color. Yep. And just mushy. Uh, the, the That's because they were missing the copper. Yes, the the livers when they discovered them. I'm sorry, did I ruin that? <laughs> no, man, they're they're completely devoid of copper, which is really abnormal. Yeah, they also had massively high rates of zinc, phosphorus, and potassium, which none of the researchers and doctors in that could explain why these uh, uh, minerals would be that high in their in these uh, cows' bodies. No, um, it's all. <laughs> yeah, the science doesn't make any sense on any of this. No, it, it's some of the stuff I know. Uh, some some of the excuses some of them give is that it was uh, what the hell was it called? Blackleg. It's basically like a bacteria. It's almost a flesh eating bacteria. But, but they yeah. they said yeah, that doesn't look like this. It's not going to do this to the eyes, to everything else. It just doesn't make any sense. A lot of the excuses that get thrown out there for stuff. Doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, to, on the surface, it does. It'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's just coyotes, and oh, when they when they die, that the, the skin pulls back because it dehydrates, so it looks like it was finely cut. I don't care how much you dehydrate a hide. A, a wolf or coyote claw and tooth mark is never going to become razor sharp. It's always going to be jagged. Well, Same with thing, mountain lions. Well, we're already into the exclamation, so we'll talk about some more cases that come up. Well, there's like, I grew up on a dairy farm. I grew up around animals, these ugly black and white Holsteins, my yeah. whole, most of my life, my very formative years. And I've seen plenty of dead cows. I have, even during the summer, I've yeah. seen a cow that was struck by lightning, and it's totally fucking different oh, than yeah. what they, this, the pictures you go online and look at it's totally different yeah because usually their feet are blown out yep because that's what's grounding them to the yep. ground yeah and that's and where that charge goes there's actually a really small sweet smoky smell yep from the flesh but yeah it's not from lightning and they're like oh these blow flies i'm like do you have to leave no that don't happen like that that fast. No, and, and that's maybe the, in rare cases, right? But not as much as it has been going and, on. And that's the issue with that idea, because yeah, o- over time I can see that. But some of these are within a matter of hours from when this thing was seen last to now it's found dead. Mm-hmm. It, 
I don't care how much carrion and shit you have, carrion eaters you have around. They're not picking all this out that fast. Certainly not the flies. Pulling Plus, carrion eaters would come back to the carcass and eat oh, more yeah. of it, but they've also noticed that Sin Walker Ranch, you're going to mention that again. Yep, yep. That cow is there a perfect example that died, and it just rotted away. No animals ate it. There, yep. The cow was still the same. Yep. A lot of them, I, th- I think, yeah, they, they will avoid it. That it For they will not come near it. And I don't, I don't know, the, the one thing with like the earlier ones, the medicinal smell in the air has always kind of fascinated me. Because it's like, what was it? You know what I mean? And is that maybe something they've done that is keeping some of this stuff away? Even if it's, even if say whoever's doing this has modified their process over the years and we don't notice that smell, there are still going to be traces of things like this that other animals certainly have a higher sense of smell than we do. Oh, they're yes. going to pick up on it that we may not even know. I think in medicinal smells, I think of like peppermint. Because that used to be used all oh, the time yeah, yeah, as yeah. peppermint extract. That's yeah, right. see, I think, I think of something like uh, <coughs> excuse me, rubbing alcohol and, and things like that. Kind of that, almost that scent of walking into a, a doctor's office. Yeah. You know, there's just that, a clean but creepy too clean sterilized <laughs> smell to it you know that's it's what i like our house <laughs> yeah unlike my place whatsoever but also too that there's none of these clouds we're just gonna go through the, some exclamations of them catamulations are an expression of exo- economic anxiety agricultural uh, historian yeah. historian michael goldman theorized that the 70s reports of catamulation likely provided a way of independent small-scale ranchers to express both their economic anxiety and their resentment for the government interference in agricultural life. I call it complete bullshit on that. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. Why would you want to go out and cut your hand off that feeds you? Right. I mean, I I guess I can under, understand that in, in a few cases where maybe they're getting insurance and whatever. But there were... The government study on this back in the 70s late 70s they they did the government went out and did a study on all these now now his findings was he went down to new mexico where at the late 70s that's where the the highlight of these things were and by god while i was there there was almost nothing so it tells me it was faked but at the same time up in in canada they had increased it's like so you're you're telling me like this goes into the they think it's random people messing with these cattle, just going around killing cattle. Are they really... What, what's the motivation for them to do this? To go from New Mexico, which is pretty <laughs> much as far south as you can go before you're hitting Mexico. States, yeah. To all of a sudden be like, oh shit, they're investigating. Let's pack all of our stuff up and go to Canada and kill cows up here. What is your end game? You know <clears throat> Excuse me, you know what I mean? There is no end game. Because... I mean, it's there, there's no monetary value to these people that are doing it. It's not like they came out to make money on it. Because nobody's come out and said, yeah, we did this. Uh, I know one of the, the cows they had studied, they were saying that, oh, yeah, well, it was actually shot. That's why this decomposed. Well, then it came out that uh, a couple kids did shoot the cow. But it wasn't until it was already dead <laughs> and they shot the corpse. So that really kind of blows your idea out that it was you know toxic infection from a gunshot (laughs) they ruled out lead already right right lead is not the cause see i'm gonna jump back to this north dakota case because because that came after the big spat the flapper spat in oregon 
Yes. And there was, was like was hundreds say, there, wasn't there? Or? Yeah, over a large area. Plenty of, yeah, they got hit. Was that early 2020 or was that 2019? 2019, I think. Yeah, because it, yeah, it was, went all through Oregon. Like ranchers all over the place were having cows, sheep, all of it just randomly being yeah. left out in the fields. Like, yeah. like we see all these. And they're, the cost, they're out, the cost of $40,000, so they're offering the reward up to $40,000, right. like I mentioned earlier. But actually, most farmers are hunters. They like hunting, you know. Yep. And there was something caught on the motion detection cameras they have set up. Mm. An object was caught by motion detection on a camera mounted on top of the structure out of a remote, unoccupied farm set. Yeah, out at a remote, unoccupied farm set. Object moved from north to south, unclear how far. The next motion event was daylight. Two dead cows found in a tree roll less than a mile away. No obvious cause of death, covered in mud, no farms with cows around for another 10 miles. Oh. No reported missing cows from nearby farms. Never seen anything like this out there on the cameras. Whoa, that's pretty wild. They're that goes like straight into the UFO thing that people just always drop say. The, drop the cow off here. <coughs> Excuse me. No, it's like North Dakota, you got some fun stuff. Like the Gorman dog fight. They you guys just piss off UFOs all the time. Quit doing it. Then they'll leave your steak alone. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there, man. But but oh. there's also reports of, oh, this is interesting. They say it's not people or something more sinister evil than evil humans or aliens. Did the cows see the Minnewashtu, a Missouri River monster ah. with red buffalo-like hair, a single eye, a horn, and a long and jagged spine sticking out its back? whose appearance causes anyone or anything to look at to go insane and die. But the funny thing is, I found that, and I'm like, okay. I did find a map of people, somebody who did actually mark the cattle mutilations. He also did UFO sightings, cattle mutilations, and nuclear sites. Oh. But the funny thing, the M was for cattle mutilations. They all seem to follow a river. Really? Every, like, you mapped them out, like, and, yeah, like, kind of, like, follow rivers. It's kind of weird. Oh, that's... I mean, in, in but this, cows do need to drink water, so that'd do, be the easiest place to find but them. At the same time, like in this realm of, of uh, conversation, I, I I guess I've never thought uh, down like another cryptid type of uh, frame of thought. Maybe something is tracking him down and hunting them. I never thought of that. I guess. Yeah, that'd be kind of a spiteful creature to do that. <laughs> Maybe it just eats, lives off eyes. I don't know. There's lots of crazy lot of eyes and anuses. <laughs> eyes and anuses, man. That's and all I need. Oh, her Look, eyes are so beautiful. That. That's one thing that bothers me so much. They take out the tongue, the eyes. Female cows udders. If you're a yep. male, they take your testicles. Yep. And always the anus. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I, they're, they're making wallets to sell out in the space station. I don't know, man. They probably That's... make it a big market in Iowa, and they say, hey, we got to sail up. we got cow anus here. Right. Ah, man, I don't know. But, yeah, that, that Minnewashtu, that's a that's a cool idea. I guess I've never really run my head down that uh, path. Just, yeah, just spend a day in my head, and you'll be fine. Right, right, right. So now we're going to jump to South Dakota. We're going to talk about a couple of mutilation cases. Yeah, and you don't find a lot of No, they're not reported very much. Man, it's, it's not. The first one I have is from 8-16-99. Tuesday, a farmer reported a suspicious cattle death to the Hutchinson County Sheriff. He had found one of his bulls diet, dead in the pasture. The bull was lying on its back on top of the fence, its reproductive organs removed, 
The ruins were clean and did not appear to have been caused by predators. There was no blood, no sign of struggle, and no obvious cause of death. I don't think if he's sitting on a steel pole, that might have called him. Well, yeah. after, <laughs> after examination, the animals left to lay in the pasture. Even after several days of 90-degree weather, decom- decom- decomposition was minimal, and the carcass was untouched by flies, scavengers, and believe me, there was plenty of both around here. That same night, so I was told, another man of Minnow was driving home and spotted lights in a field near the farmers. He pulled into the field road, an access road for tractors and such, basically an approach, yeah. and drove toward the lights to investigate. He was chased out of the field by the lights and drove to the friend's house who also saw the lights. There's a discrepancy here. A co-worker of my husband insists that Fred told her that the lights came from above, but our neighbor says they were ground-based spotlights. Hmm. Huh. Fred is a very popular man. Uh, Eight twenty-three ninety-nine, like less than a week later. Yeah, yeah, a week later, another Tuesday. Yep, another farmer of Minnow also reported a suspicious cattle death to the sheriff. He, his was a heifer found dead with reproductive organs removed. It did not have any other details about that one. The farmer number one lives about two miles from farmer number two. About three-fourths of a mile. Most of the farmers around us have cattle, but the farms are small and can be easily protected from coyotes by a good dog. And everyone has dogs. There's a sort of coyote highway that follows the natural drainage from highway to our place. The further northwest, we've seen coyotes traveling that way several times, and that's where the hunters find them fall. And them fall. It has been unseasonably hot and dry for the last six weeks. Water holes are dry. Small animal populations seem to be down. Rabbits, coons, and such. It is possible that coyotes are starting to raid pastures on necessity for food and water. Although how a coyote or a pet coyotes could drop a bull on a fence is beyond me. Yeah. Because I, 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 when I first read the article, I got confused. I thought he landed belly. But no, the bull was upside down yeah, on the steel on, fence on post. Back on across the fence. Usually that's when you drop. Cows don't, aren't like cats. They don't land on their feet no. very well. No. Oh, man. Like, I, I can understand the idea that maybe coyotes, I mean, you're into a drought air, year that year, um, coyotes, trying to search. Coyotes but, will, I can tell you right now, coyotes will not, go, even a pack will no, not go after a cow. They'll go after the smaller calves. Right. But the full bull, psh, that's, no, they're that's not, idiot. They, 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 don't, will, they don't like to be stopped because then bulls. No. Uh, coyotes are, are shifty, sneaky little bastards. And they're, like they're or smart enough. To stay away from larger animals like that. that it's just... They, they know they don't have the power of, say, a wolf pack. Yeah. So they go after smaller shit and nip at it, nip at it, nip at it. Until they find a weakness and take it down. A bull, they're not going to just come up and bench press this thing up onto a goddamn fence. And then just chew its balls off and be like, well, that was fun. No, they will eat everything they can and then get the hell out of there. Ugh. That's... I, I could I could see them coming after like a bunch of chickens in, in the farmyard, but not a full on bull. Most of the chickens in the farmyard are usually kept in a coop. Exactly. Right? So and that's no, where you got to worry about foxes more than. So coyotes. we can kind of rule out coyotes for killing cattle, because I would have to like I said. Yeah. I could say like small calves, newborns. Right. Right. Anything has to like a thousand pound or more animal. Oh yeah. Unless it's lame, or it's hurt itself and they can't get up yep. that's the only it will take several days if they lame it out if they yep. bite it and it goes lame especially out of pasture but by then farmers always checked on their cattle at least once every oh, two yeah. days yeah they always did we always did a head count once a day yep i was gonna say yeah, my uncles it was once a day they went through all theirs so well, i don't know but 
70s, there was also... Quick, get out of the 70s. Quit well, stuck in the like 70s. 70s. early 80s. You just wanted the hair. You wanted the afro. I do like the afro. <laughs> but no, uh, uh, one of the other things that had been brought up was uh, that maybe this is Satanists coming after individual parts for rituals. And, oh my God, we just got packs of Satanists. This is also, you know, got to understand at that time frame, leading into what would eventually become satanic panic. There were cults everywhere, according to a lot of these people. But even the government, take them for what you will, went, yeah, there is nothing even resembling cult stuff around this. And that idea got kind of thrown out pretty fast. I would honestly think that I would throw the cults out with the dishwater, like Mm -hmm. satanic cults, because... If you like, from if you, I'm just going off what I've seen in movies, and they're they're not. Hmm. Ooh, we got cut the deltoid. They're, right, they're just like right. going there and get bloody and gory because that's what gives them their power. And, and most of the time, they're not going after a cow. That's a lot harder to hide. Yeah. Uh, if you're sacrificing most most of your any kind of sacrificial cult, they are dealing with smaller prey. Uh, they're they're sacrificing cats. They're sacrificing dogs. Maybe sheep and goats. They're not going after, you know, a giant fucking heifer. No, and then chopping I, I, things I'd out. have to disagree with you on yeah. that. Because there was reports around here in the Wartown area of a horse that was found missing its tail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, if you really dig into that aspect, there is a Caribbean occult type practice where horse tails are very potent yeah. talismans. Yeah. So I kind of find that weird because that's the, the, uh, the only thing that was missing on the tail was the horse was a tail. Yeah, but it I, I'm it's very uncommon. Yeah, it is uh, to to be widespread all across the U.S. going after cows. I I would find it pretty unlikely that any cult was going to draw, especially to keep going after the spotlight was already dropped on this. Yeah, you're you're going to switch tactics up because. The whole idea of being in, in something like that is you're, you're not wanting a spotlight on you. You're doing things that are thought of as subversive and, and uh, you know, counterculture, and you are going to get shut down. I mean, at that time especially, yeah, you're going to get crucified, as it were, if they find you were doing this. We could probably get away with it nowadays pretty easy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. all right, we've gone through insects, predators, well, yeah. coyotes, pretty much. Yep. Let's go with the government. Maybe they're doing it. See now, that's that's like in this nineteen in the nineteen night. Ah, frack! I can't talk, and I haven't been <laughs> drinking, dude. Oh man, I can't really bust up my hand. It bothers me. <laughs> in a nineteen ninety seven article, dead cows have known. Cattle mutilation researcher Charles T. Oliphant speculates cattle mutilations be the result of covert research into emerging cattle diseases, and the possibility that it could be transmitted to humans. The funny thing is, 97 is when Mad Cow Disease came out. Yes. Right around that time. And yep. everybody's like, oh my God, the humans are going to get it. And I mean, it, it was possible. It was just very, very hard for us well, to get it. Well, you're more likely to get Yakov Kreutzfeldt disease, which, yes. is what they're t- which is Mad Cow Disease. Yep. If that's the scientific, scientific name for it. You're more likely to get it from eating bad chickens. Yeah. This Yakov Kreutzfeldt disease is usually found in chickens more than it is cows. Yeah. Because the fun thing about chicken farmers is they they have dead chickens that they die and like, oh, they die from the heat. They could have it and they're ground up and they're made into meal and they're fed back to the chickens. Yes. That's how it keeps going in the chicken population. Yep. 
I don't know if they do that anymore, but that was the most I, common I, way to do it. I'm pretty sure they do. I, I'm sure some do. If you're a chicken farmer, I don't mean to offend you, but right. if you do that, let us know. We won't but, say I mean, anything. Back in the day, that was common practice. That's just what you did. Uh, but I, I think the, the cow thing, because there were enough cool videos of it to make it a, a scare tactic for people. Because you, you notice beef prices went through the goddamn roof for about mm-hmm. a year after that. You yeah, know, no. I'm, I'm not saying anything, but some people made out pretty well from, from the scare of mad cow videos. You know, I mean, they, they really did. Oh, yeah, there's like, actually in 2002, a National Institute for Discovery Science report related the eyewitnesses' testimony of two Canch County, Utah police officers. The area had seen many unusual cattle deaths, and the rancher had organized armed patrols to surveil the unmarked air crash, which they claimed were associated with the livestock death. I would not want to be a helicopter pilot with a bunch of guys shooting no, yeah. <laughs> The police witness claimed to have encountered several men in an unmarked U.S. Army helicopter in 1976 at a small community airport in Cache County. The witness asserts that after this heated encounter, catabulations in the region ceased for about five years. Oh, interesting. Now, I know, going back to the... Uh... There, there were a lot of areas, <coughs> excuse me, at that time where, where farmers were getting a little itchy and, and jumpy about things, that a lot of places actually instructed their helicopter pilots, fly up a lot higher than you normally would because we don't need a jittery farmer shooting this <laughs> helicopter down. We're not doing anything wrong. We're doing what we're supposed to, but stay up a little higher because we don't need somebody with an itchy finger shooting our helicopter out of the air for no reason. I have to correct myself. It was not Jacob Kreutzfeldt disease. It's a bovine spongy form emphylitis, emphylopathy, mad cow disease. And that's basically caused by a prion, which animals, it's usually, it's only transferred from animal to animal because I know deers can get it too. Yeah. And we actually had one cow on the farm that actually got it. And it's weird. We don't know why all of a sudden just one day she just stood there and started drooling and you couldn't even move her. She just like a, fleshy wall that we're yeah. not moving we put her out uh, we basically put her out of her misery because the vet came over and says yeah there's nothing i could do for her and yeah it's... we pushed her outside and put her out of her misery because and just buried the carcass yep yeah nothing you can do actually we didn't it. bury the carcass the rendering truck came and got it i didn't say a renderer yeah. probably came and did well, something with it then you have also there's actually in honey creek iowa there's report oh yeah that honey creek iowa the uh, da, 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 da. Two unregistered helicopters, a white helicopter and a black twin-engine aircraft were reported to have opened fire on Robert Smith Jr. while he was driving his tractor on his farm in Honey Creek, Iowa. Oh, shit. This attack followed a rash of alleged mutilations in the area and across the nearby border into Nebraska. The reports of helicopters' involvements have been used to explain why some cattle appear to have dropped from considerable heights. I'm sorry, that makes... That, they're talking about fucking black hawk helicopters they can lift yeah. a lot don't get me wrong they oh, can yeah. lift a lot but you really don't have any place in that little cabin to do surgery or tear them yeah. apart uh, that, that's my issue with that unless you're i don't know deal, dealing with giant chinook but you're gonna see a giant chinook helicopter coming man even a that's shit, a noise even a shit hook you can't even there's not that much cabin room in them to actually perform oh, right, right like to right. remove the anus and all that fun yeah. stuff there's not gonna be not room true, in there to true. do that 
yeah, was the first time the, we did that, the pilot of the helicopter didn't go, get the fuck out of my chopper. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's about the biggest I can think of as far as helicopters. There's one from. bigger one that they used to haul tanks, but that's just long, spindly legs. Yeah, it's just, say, yeah it's just basically uh, just a carry-all. It just hooks into a bunch of shit and drags it around. Yeah. Nowhere to really work with it. Okay, now we're going to go to the fun stuff. Aliens and UFOs. Whoa. <laughs> In 1974, a few months after the first spat of alleged mutilations in the U.S., multiple farmers in Nebraska claimed to have witnessed UFOs on the night their cattle were harmed. The sightings were hailed by UFO researchers as the first physical evidence of extraterrestrial life. What a fucking crock. <laughs> Why uh, would they come to this planet, kill cows, and say, yeah, we're not going to talk to the people that walk around and take care of the animals. Or do they think they were the dominant life form on the planet? Right. Why would I, aliens come all that way to kill a cow? Uh, I, I'm sorry. I can't, I, I, I can't I, fathom that. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess we'd have to understand their motivations of what they're looking for, I guess. But, uh, I mean, if, if it was something like they were trying to figure out how we operate, a pig would be a much better choice because they're much more biologically similar to us well that's just like in the news recently there's a first pig heart transplant into a yeah. human i mean there, there's i i have a theory actually why a lot of people have trouble eating pork like it, it actually causes digestion <laughs> is this thing get us in trouble <laughs> it might man but yeah i think it Go is because it. we we are as far as a meat structure everything else we are very similar to pig there's a reason that cannibals called it long pork, pork. because <laughs> human meat apparently tastes a lot like pig we do a lot of experiments on organ stuff with pigs because a lot of their systems operate very much like ours i don't have a corkscrew penis like that oh, i wish god those would be the days but uh <laughs> but no i mean seriously i mean if you're advanced enough to fly out here from wherever you got to be advanced enough to be able to scan to find what is genetically similar without trying to steal us to you know make it a big stink you'd think you would go with pig over cow because there really isn't a whole lot of similarity in any system respiratory circulatory anything between cows and humans i i don't know what their motivation would be for for experimenting on cows <laughs> i i just don't understand that's why. that's why i don't think it's aliens no. that are doing all this experiment well aliens aren't doing this no, I would actually say it's probably us as a, humans are doing it. Right, I, I don't know, man. I, I got I got problems with that too, though. My my issue with it being a government thing is I think why, it goes. I think it's somebody higher than government. I think it's the elite that are doing this. Lies. It's not lies. Conspiracies. But yeah, I mean, like 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 a government agency. If they're going to do experiments on cows, we have plenty of places where they could be hiding whole herds of cows and do whatever experiment they want. They don't need to pick them out of a fucking Oregon or North Dakota ranch unless they are also studying an environmental issue in that same area. I just don't see it being like one of our government black ops programs over decades and decades of chopping up fucking cow buttholes. I just don't buy it. I, I think, I don't think it's, you're going to die on me or what? I might. You might? Okay. Well, at least I got I got a shovel we can bury in the backyard. No, but I don't. I think it's actually our biggest our biggest people nowadays. Everybody's the greatest evil on this planet right now is biopharmaceuticals. Oh, mm. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm purple. guessing that's who kind of goes, okay, I'm going to probably Fair get in trouble for this, but I don't care. I believe it's the pharmaceutical companies that are doing this shit. Because I'm, I looked up, because I have, I for research I did for my book, I came across this one right. little random thing, because I stuck cat emulations in there somehow. Came across this corporation called BioPure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they actually have two things, oxyglobin and hemopure. And he, the hoxyglobin is used in veterinary, but the hemopure is probably about two way two years away from being FDA approved. Yeah, which it's a good thing. It is. It is. It is. But the the only ingredient in this this hemopure is cow's blood. Oh, really? Yeah, it is straight up cow's blood that they use in transfer transfusions for humans. Right. And they tested it in Africa. I feel sorry for people in Africa. They seem to get everything tested on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. But do you know where their headquarters What? Well, I looked up, if you look BioPure on Wikipedia, it gives their kind of their history. It's founded in 1984, but went defunct in 2009. But they still make stuff for, like, homeopathic stuff. Right. But guess where their headquarters was? Cambridge, Massachusetts. Oh, Ivy League elite. Oh, interesting. <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. No, and they got Cambridge. I hear they have a school there. They don't have a school there. <laughs> like a bunch of. About uh, <laughs> said it. <laughs> basically, they got some pros and cons. Yeah, basically, yeah. They this. I looked up some of their financial records, and these guys have raised. How did they raise like thirty-five million dollars in two thousand three? 2003, BioPure announced to the street through public statements that the FDA has was favorable and could cause stocks to go up 20%. The company continued with its misleading statements and was able to raise $35 million by December 2003 from the sales of common stock. But there are two big things, like oxyglobin is used as a blood transfusion at, by veterinarians. Yes. That's a very, like, if you have a dog and that's what they use because they don't have a dog type. It's like a universal thing. Yeah. But... They also, this people pure, they're actually promoting this a lot, and I found a thing on it, and they're like, they have put pros and cons of female pure. Blood products have a shelf life of about three, no, sorry, pure blood has a shelf life of 40 days. Hemopure has a life shelf life of three years. Oh. Yeah, pure blood has, takes, basically blood goes through your body, and to get infections out, it takes about 30 days. If you use hemopure, it takes about 24 hours oh. to get an infection out of your body if you're doing a blood transfusion. Damn. Yeah. Uh, basic benefits. Pure blood, oxygen immunity, and coagulation. This is where kind of hemopure falls because it just carries oxygen, but it doesn't coagulate your blood. Okay, so you would almost have to have another coagulant added to yes. that. But I think that this whole hemopure thing, I think someone's missing that. I think that might be a little chink in the armor because... That Hemopure, last article said in 2019, I said in like two years from being FDA approved. I don't think it made it. Hmm. What? Because hmm. also you'd think if we're going down, I'm right. going to go down the crazy road, which I normally do. Right, right, right. All the 70s, all the stuff from the 70s up to now, like when they were taking the cattle mutilations, they were taking out parts like the tongue and all yeah. that. And they are taking all the blood out of them and on the body, they're exsanguating it and saving it when they're high-tech crafts for the elites that are making their own separate breakaway society that's going to eventually rule us when aliens don't come next week. Huh. So. Huh. 
<laughs> Disclosure! But I'm just saying, it's, it's, anything I say, what I just said is pure make em ups. Right, right, right. And everything about this whole thing is all pure make em ups until somebody actually explains to us why they're. Why cows? See, that makes me wonder going down the. the, the uh, Crazy road? Biopharma, uh, biomedical. What if it is actually a, a the government helping with this, basically taking private contracts from different pharmacy places that are like, "Hey, we need this." Oh yeah, we got a way to do this. Well, yeah, because I think <laughs> we're harvesting be, this shit for you, and it's going to cost you. Dirt because cheap. it would make more sense if you want to do something on down low. You just go out to some ranch in Nebraska, take what you right. want instead of yeah. All of a sudden, this big pharma, let's say Kraken Pharmacy, went to the livestock. Sale barn and bought every cow yeah, there. Bought, That'd bought make national news. Else. Yeah, it's like, oh, what's going but on? It's like, oh, let's go take these hundred head here, fifty head here. No, right. just do it in the middle of the night. We got the equipment. Let's take them here quick. Take them back. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I said, it, it would make sense. The black ledger books of government would be getting a chunk of that to go procure this for. Them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean it. To me, that, that man, I went into this thing going, man, fuck the government; they're not involved with this. To to going, mm, maybe do that. that it's, makes... like, it's like the whole world, even government, pharmaceuticals, all rotate around one thing, and that's that green money in your pocket. Oh yeah, yeah. And with that green money comes power. Yeah. Because it would make sense because if Cambridge, this headquarters out of Cambridge was in, started in '84. You know, before they even had an inkling to do this, they already doing testing at least twenty oh, yeah. years before that to to make see uh, to see if it's even viable so they can to, get back, to go in. Yeah, because yeah. all because they started the corporation in eighty four doesn't mean they started testing. They started testing yeah. fifteen to twenty years before that, and I about damn near hit the mic. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you're you're looking at it, it's like if you were to start a business right now, you would actually do kind of a market analysis of this area to see if it's viable. That you could survive yep. doing your business, whatever usually, it is be. It's not like a short-term thing. It's a long... No. And, like, and you're looking at, okay, is this possible? Is this worth my putting money into it? Can we do this? And you can't do that just on theory. I mean, in movies they do that, but in reality, you're like not three, investing Most of your time it's like anywhere from a three to five year study yeah. in an area if you want to bring a business there. Yeah, you're, you're not investing billions of dollars into theoretical... You know, blood. Or any, artificial any, blood. any business or anybody no, you want any money. It's like, you don't, it's nothing theoretically. You're like, all right, we got to do this, this, this. Because, yeah. for example, there was a company in town. They got bought out. And they actually had somebody come in, do ground survey, test the water, test everything. And that took like a good year and a half oh, before yeah. they even got results back. And they're like, yep, we can do this. It's not a short term. Yeah. So you got to figure pharmaceuticals or government has been doing this. I think it's partially a mixture of the both. They're kind of like yeah. intertwined, like with everything. Well, like I said, they're getting kickbacks into some of their black ledgers that are money not on the official books. Yeah, and it gives them a chance to test out their new toys. Right, and, and like I said, you can put that money, especially after like the early '90s, the the you know million dollar hammer fiasco. <laughs> Where it actually it, happened, it, I seen one it's gold plated. It, it it wasn't you know an actual <coughs> hammer. It, it's just that's how their books work out, and and it, it equated to that hammer costing a million dollars. If you have stuff that's not even in the budgets, as you know, kickbacks under the table into what would be a, in essence a black ledger. 
you don't have to justify that with Congress because that money doesn't exist. Yep. There's no paper trail showing that money exists. And if I bet you, you if can I was, do what you want with it. And if we wanted like any of these pharmaceutical companies that may be involved, let's use BioPure because so right. it's supposed to be a defunct company. But yeah, you couldn't even get any information on it. Like, hey, what do you know about cattle mutilations? Are you any involvement? Right. Because they're a private corporation. Yeah. You can't get a four-year yeah. act through them. And, and some of those companies that go defunct, if you have the ability to to dig and really look, a lot of them just change names. Aren't. Yeah, they they change names. They they go through so many little fucking magician hand Shell, tricks. Cell corporations. Yeah, it, it's it's and it's do, essence, basically it's called they rebranded themselves. Yeah, it, it's in essence a shell game. Which one are we under? Which one are we under? Oh, we don't exist anymore. You didn't pick the right one because that's where they're still at. Yep. Different name different CEO, but the people who are in charge of it are still in charge of it. They're just not on the books. Yep. And so it, there's nothing tying them together. A lot of the places, they still exist. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's down a conspiracy road. That's fine. This is a conspiracy podcast. But that's the, the reality of it. I, I, I mean, it's... They're going to go... Like you said, they're they're after that dollar. Yeah. And if things are getting a little hairy as biopure... You change your name to, you know, Sun Clean, you know, and, and come out as something else entirely. You know what I mean? I mean, just, it's just what they do. Yeah. Because I wonder, I wonder, this is pure speculation like this whole podcast. Right, right, right. <laughs> I wonder if they're actually gearing up for something because they're trying to get this pass through. It's like, oh, we can raise cows, and they're more controllable than humans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Most my, of the time. <laughs> my head, head goes to the idea that, I, I do like that idea of something that we can use that isn't required to do blood drives and counting on other people. But my my concern, like a lot of paranoid things, what else is in that concoction that we are not being told? What what else is being put in? At this point, we, we are sitting on nanotechnology that we know exists, we can do things with. Yep. Is that being put in there? Is there some kind of uh, chemical marker. agent, a genetic, exactly, a genetic marker like you walk through an airport? Yep, you can't yep. go, you're, yep. you're done. I mean, I'm paranoid or, enough. Or, yeah, I saw this now. Maybe they need all these cattle's blood because of the 20 and back project when they had all the wars on Mars with the insect reptoid people. That's where they sent all the blood. Uh, maybe. I, uh, 20 and back project man that is a whole different show man I uh, yeah it's so interesting but you could say anything because no one's ever going to get the answers if they do no. I will eat my left shoe no it, it's uh we may get little snippets of it but as as the media and and not just like TV but newspapers online everything they focus on these big flashy things and this is a story that would be it's called the goldfish mentality a, a let's be honest snippet. well it's something that they bury behind yeah. everything else if there is anything of it that comes out it'll be buried no one will pick it up anybody who does will quickly be jumped on like fucking wolves and and called a a crazy person you know i could call that at least three times a day that. don't bother oh me yeah right but yeah you're 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 thrown out as a conspiracy theorist oh you're crazy that's just that's ridiculous and it gets thrown out it's not a story that becomes a story even though it is the story that should be a story yeah. like we see this all the time so have you got anything else for these nights folks because I got I got I, we should end this 
episode on a positive note. Not talking about dead animals and. Oh. No man, I got, I got. No. Yeah, nothing. Got... <laughs> well, I find it kind of ironic that I think there's a new great big predictive movie coming out. I think we're gonna go see Moonfall. We are gonna see Moonfall. If you've seen previews for this man, you can. I as soon as I saw the first preview, I told oh, Murray, yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. "There's shit coming out of the movie." He's like, "No, there's not." I'm like, "Just look." I'm like, in yeah. the very like ten second slip, and I'm like, "There's something coming out of the moon." Then all of a sudden, they got the they're really releasing yeah. it. So that's predictive programming. They're telling us the moon is going to come and get us. Right. The 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 new that goes trailer. to the theory that the moon is hollow. There we eh? What's yeah. inside? We know. Yeah. No Animal man. That's, uh, <laughs> the, the, the new the new trailer is like beautifully kind of cheesy. Oh yeah. But in like the the greatest funnest ways you want to have in a film, and I'm so psyched to go see that man. It just looks so much fun. Oh yeah. Uh, so much fun. Well, it's kind of ironic that I pulled the had the moon card. Is it right? But it's been moon? that card has been in that envelope for like yep, a month. It's, it's we haven't touched it. Completely <laughs> sealed. No chicanery. Nope, no no chicanery. shenanigans. No, but I don't have anything else except for if you have had okay, I want everybody that listens to us to email us what you think is causing if you want us to go back in these academy relations, and we will, but you need to email us and tell us what your thoughts are on it. And me and Marty will expound on that. Right. And we would love to hear what your opinions are on what's what do you actually think as a listener and our family and friends out there? What do you think is causing or who is doing this cattle mutilation and why? And let's be real. At this point, you guys know no idea is going to be completely ridiculed no. in here. I mean, it's we'll take you've heard it some of the go, shit okay, I've said well, on here. <laughs> I know, I know. Man. I got my cheese, my cheese soup. <laughs> we started off the show talking about uh, fresh pussy, but uh, you know, it's cat. It's a cat. It's a cat. <laughs> For anyone who skipped ahead, you lazy slackers. But you're our kind of people. <laughs> you are. You really are. But yeah, funny story about the Thanksgiving thing. My wife come home two days ago. And she said, what's this about me? you saying you're trying to... Basically, one of her friends, her husband, listens to the podcast. Oh, nice. And she told him about the episode where I ate the cheese sauce <laughs> and I was, ch- was uh, cheese soup. That, super- and her, they're, they're really good friends with these people. And she, pretty much the story went like this. She comes home, washing dishes in the sink. You know, I unload the dishwasher. She loads it up because I can't load the dishwasher for shit. I suppose. She's you like, what's wrong. this about me trying to poison you? And I'm like, what? What are you babbling about? I'm like, that's all I have to say. What are you babbling about? Well, such a shot said, I was trying to poison you by eating your Thanksgiving dinner. I'm like, oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> we already had that. <laughs> that Stacey knew. Uh, my wife extrapolate here. <laughs> she knew what was going on. And she explained to her and she said, I had a really time hard saying it because I about threw up when I was talking about it. I'm oh, like, yeah. I ate all this stuff. Right. I, I, I felt bad. Like, I about threw up after she came home three hours later. I, I had a hard time listening to it, man. There's so much in there that is just uh, trigger worthy to me. But Chunks. Uh, chunks. Chunks and cheese soup to start with. I'm just like, nope, nope. Actually, it wasn't cheese soup, folks. If you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was, I don't remember which episode that was on, but it was around either. November. They're sometimes. all running together, buddy. <laughs> right, it really does. But it ended up it was being it was not cheese soup. It was cheese sauce that was like three weeks old. Three, yeah, two, two and a but half. But it had chunks in it. Off. I'm like, oh, good chunky soup. Mmm, <laughs> fresh cheddar. Oh. Yeah, no, it was, oh, man, that was horrible. <laughs> all right, folks. Everybody have a good night. And I always remember uh, the old saying, fuck normal. Bye.